Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling around inside the 10, and that's it. That's the final play of the game. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Jeez. I'm ready to be in a good mood here today. Oh, I'm sorry. Joe is just I'm sorry. Uh, he's bringing the blues here. I, th- I, thought, I thought you'd appreciate it. You know, after what we sat through yesterday, all in, a, all in an open there. Yeah, um, that was unbelievable, that Bills game yesterday. We were doing a little research. I had Joe look it up um, where it's the, you know, when is the last time that neither team broke 10 points? Because you just look at the score, right? 9-6. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. No. That's that's not an NFL score anymore. But Joe found it, and it's uh, not just the last game where neither team cracked double digits, but it's the uh, lowest scoring game um, sit, uh, in the time in between 2019, in uh, October of 2019, a 9 nothing game in Washington that uh, Jeremy White from over at WGR reminds me that it was played in a hurricane. So there's the reason why there was no, there was no hurricane yesterday. It was right. just like the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. It was like watching uh, the Twilight Zone, right? It, it really was, but it was also... Brian, I mean, every time they got the ball, I felt like, okay, here we go. Because they would kick off the drive with a nice pass down the field or, you know, a gain of 30 yards. And then they would just stall. Like, I'm not used to, in the last two seasons, seeing this Bills offense stall the way they stalled in Jacksonville. And I'm not used to seeing a mistake on top of a mistake. And uh, what Sal Capaccio said earlier, just some undisciplined penalties that um, really came back to bite them. I, they lost 9-3 to Carolina in 2017. Because I was just looking like, that's, this has got to be, you know, aside from some games I remember, like one of the lowest scoring Bills yep. games ever. And it, it is one of the lowest scoring. But 9-3 in 2017, I was thinking, I don't really remember that game. And I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, wait, is that Zay Jones dropping a touchdown at the end of the game? <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. All right, I do remember that game. Just hoping that uh, I'm not worried at all. Uh, next week. You know, we'll see next week. I'm, I'm not worried about next week. What I am worried about is a game that happened the same time as our game, and it looks like the Patriots are getting better every week. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe they're just playing bad opponents, but it looks like the L.A. game and now the Carolina game, they are just playing more complete football. 
just in time for two games against the Bills. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, We'll worry about it next week if things don't turn out. But for right now, you know, I'm just going to pretend that that didn't happen. You know, I'm living in La La Land over here. Brian, no offense. I did not expect this optimistic attitude from you. But I, I, I'm very happy to see it. I'm not in the mood. It's sunny outside. I'm not in the mood to be down I like at it. all, right? Uh, I like it. Not really, uh, you know, I'll, I'll move past that game. There's still a lot to look forward to this uh, week, including the border opening. I mean, that's a that's right. very nice thing to have, the border reopening for some Canadians to be able to come across. And we'll talk about that, too. I, the one thing that did get me fired up all weekend, Joe, was all of this and still you know, I'm watching uh, TV on a Monday morning a- after this happened all last week. This whole Aaron Rodgers um, yeah. in Green Bay, which I thought was as simple as this. Aaron Rodgers has COVID, so he can't play in the game against the Chiefs. Right. And that was the other story. And then that was the story. <laughs> yeah. And then people were digging up clips of, you know, before the season, he was asked if he was vaccinated and he said, well, I've been immunized. And, you know, okay. I So he wasn't totally forthcoming with that. Um, I don't blame anybody for asking the question because obviously something like this can happen, right? If, uh, you know, the NFL's rules, if you're not vaccinated, you're more likely to miss a game. That's what happened. They end up losing a game they probably would have won with Aaron Rodgers. So stinks for Green That's Bay. That's very true. But the reaction of, uh, especially after this hit a new gear on Friday, where uh, Aaron Rodgers was giving an interview, and he, you know, I, I don't think said anything too outrageous, but oh my goodness. I mean, he is now public enemy number one right. in the NFL. Uh, minutes of network TV time all the way now on Monday morning dedicated to this guy. I. Joe, I was like flabbergasted of like, I thought that the story was kind of over and I guess I was wrong. Uh, Yeah, I thought, as you said, okay, he can't play Sunday. That sucks if you have him in fantasy. It sucks if you're a Green Bay fan. Um, And we saw, I mean, Jordan Love, obviously not ready to play football (laughs) at at the NFL level. But my gosh, I mean, you would think that no other NFL uh, player had gotten himself in trouble in the last week. No, that's the thing. I mean, I'm reading (laughs) headlines this is a defector, unironically. Aaron Rodgers becomes number one sports moron in the world. Wow. And they're, that's the headline. Four days after someone in the same league was yep. wasted driving over 150 miles an hour yep. and killed somebody. And, you know, that got some attention, obviously, but nowhere near what Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers is now public enemy number one. Why? Because he wasn't vaccinated? Maybe. Because he talks to Joe Rogan, who that was something that uh, apparently everybody's taking offense to. I don't know, Joe. You tell me this. He said he spoke with Rogan after getting COVID. If I were to contract COVID and I was unvaccinated, one of the first phone calls I would make would be to somebody else I know who is also not vaccinated and and had, had COVID. Exactly. Hey, um, did you do anything to help you out right. um, when you had COVID to make it go by easier? That seems like a pretty normal thing to do. It's a very rational reaction. <laughs> and somehow it is just, oh my goodness, he's taking advice from, yes, he's taking advice from somebody who's gone through the exact same thing, just right. like anybody else on the face of the earth would. Right. Who did you want him to talk to? It, it was just unbelievable, the reaction that he is getting. And, and now it's, 
not just uh, the reaction to Aaron Rodgers. Now it's against the league. Oh, he wasn't wearing a mask in his press conference. Well, neither is anybody else, um, vaccinated or not, in these press conferences. Oh, right. he wasn't wearing a mask on the sideline. Well, the rule says you don't have to wear a mask on the sideline yeah. if you're active in the game. Oh, well, he had a Halloween party. And this goes back, Joe, to what we were talking about with Cole Beasley, <laughs> where his gripes were not necessarily about the vaccine. It was about, hey, can my employer tell me what I can and can't do outside of the workplace? Because it's one thing to follow, you know, your COVID protocols when you're inside the training facility, when you're on the sideline, when you're in some room in a team meeting or something like that. Those are, the, you know, whatever the protocols of the workplace are. So I guess you kind of have to live with it. But where the NFL went and said, oh, you also cannot go out to dinner with right. other teammates if you're unvaccinated. You can't be with a group of, you know, X amount of players for over X amount of period of time. And now people are digging up, well, Aaron Rodgers had a Halloween party. How it, dare he? It's, it, it is so ridiculous. And, and now the, the, the last thing, 58 minutes ago, State Farm to cut back on the Aaron Rodgers commercials for the rest of the season. Right. It, it's, again, Brian, I really thought it was just going to be, hey, he has COVID. Yeah, that sucks. He's uh, one of the top players in the NFL. And, and now it's, it, this story is not going away. And it really is digging into, can we find every video or picture proof of what Aaron Rodgers has done for the last year and a half? A player who, like two months ago, everyone liked him enough they wanted him to host Jeopardy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, now, you know, we're just uh, going every which way to find something to hate him for, which, you know, again, I I think this goes to when you start to get into these criticisms of, oh, you had a Halloween party. He, you know, he did this or that. Um, I, I think you do get into the... The Cole Beasley argument of, yes, he had a Halloween party because he's a adult, right. you know, because he's a person. And outside of the workplace, he should feel free to do pretty much whatever he needs to do. Now, could some of his actions, you know, result in, uh, you know, losing some commercials? Absolutely. Right. But, I mean, this is to be told explicitly – oh, you cannot go to dinner with a teammate. You cannot do this or that. Uh, I mean, that's the kind of thing where, you know, and all of a sudden we're taking notice of it. I don't know. It was driving me nuts all throughout the weekend just to think of everything that happened in the NFL over the past seven days and what are people angry about. You know, Aaron Rodgers' Halloween party. Right. Not the person who is likely going to go to jail for 20 years for taking the life of somebody else. Yeah, it's... It really just shows where, uh, unfortunately, our people's focus is. And it, 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 this does show, like you said, what Cole Beasley's been talking about, a bit of an overreach uh, from the NFL and its employees trying to say, hey, once you're out of the stadium, you still have to follow these protocols. So hopefully that part of it also gets attention, Brian. But right now it's the uh, the drawback from talking to Joe Rogan and uh, <laughs> State amazing. Farm commercials. You know, I to, to think that you can be criticized for – if you have COVID or any other sickness, to be on the phone with somebody asking, yeah, you know, hey, what did – and then, you know, again with the uh, – you know, I see people commenting, oh, he, he used the word ivermectin, and then everyone's saying, oh, he's, he's taking horse pace too? Well, no, he's not. I mean, sure, in the same way that um, if I take a Benadryl, I'm taking dog pills, right? right, because I can give it to a dog. No, he's not. 
I mean, let's, you know, can we use our heads? Clearly the answer is no. No. Um, and clearly the answer is right. Um, it, it's the internet. Like You go to any rational person. I mean, that the story does kind of begin and end with he's going to miss a game because yeah. he had COVID. And if he was vaccinated, he probably wouldn't have uh, missed the game because of the rules. But it's only a certain, you know, it's uh, people getting riled up on the internet. And of course, that'll translate to what I saw this morning, you know, five minutes of it on TV, because everyone who's talking on TV is on the internet 24 7. I don't know. I'll tell you this something I've learned, Brian. Rational people do not tweet or post as much on social media <laughs> right. as irrational people. People with things to do. Right. Um, that that's, too. That's what it is. But uh, sticking with the COVID front. Uh, we're going to be allowing Canadians back into the area. That's right. Kathy, welcome back. Kathy Hochul said, please welcome. You see the Ontario license plates? Give them a wave. I say, Governor, I've been doing that my entire life, but giving them uh, the salute <laughs> out the window, um, you know, every single time. But uh, they're making their way back. Or will people? Uh, we heard about the bridges this morning and what we saw, and it's, what, campers? It's SUVs loaded. It's people who are maybe going down to Florida, maybe they're coming to our area, who have property, who are, you know, staying here for an extended period of time. Right. But because Canada is still requiring even its own citizens to have a negative COVID test to go into Canada, right? You don't need that coming into the U.S., but you kind of need it because to go back, you need it. Yeah. So because that requirement is still there, I what are we really expecting here on the U.S. side of the border? I mean, these tests, Joe, can cost anywhere from 75 to $250 a test. These, Yeah, the ones you need to get to Canada are in the 200 range. Uh, it, it, it just seems, A, the hassle, and then the price. You know, I, I was thinking about Saturday. The Leafs are in town, and we know how that is. It's usually packed with Leaf fans. But why do they do that? Because it's cheaper to see a game in Buffalo yeah. than it is in Toronto. Add $225 to that. Are you going to see a full house on Saturday? So I was trying to break it down into, you know, what are the activities? I Are you going shopping at the mall, right? Are, are we paying an extra $100 or so per person for a test just to go on a shopping trip over here? Probably not. Uh, yeah, I, I can say 100%. I would not be doing that. Um, you know, to visit Niagara Falls, there's people from all, you know, they want to maybe come to the American side of the falls. Are you doing that, especially thinking you're probably bringing a family if you're doing it? Uh, no. No, <laughs> right? I mean. With the testing costs now times three or four people. You're sp you could be spending a week's worth of, you know, meal money or vacation money just on the test. I mean, you're doubling the cost of your trip. So the one that Jamie Fiegel brought up earlier and that I think you'll see a boon for is the airport. So, you know, one of the things that people will be maybe more likely to do now is come to Buffalo to fly to Florida, to fly to wherever instead of out of Toronto like what we used to see because they're going to need the test anyway, even if they flew out of Toronto. So now that makes sense. All right. Now it opens it up for more Canadians from Toronto, southern Ontario to drive to the Buffalo airport like they have for so often. I mean, it's a big part of air travel here yep. in western New York. I think that one sticks. Yep. I definitely think you'll see the pickup at the airport. The games that you mentioned, 
I think is going to be a big test. So I was thinking about this in terms of myself. So I'm thinking, and, you know, there are some reports that they could rethink this at the start of next year in 2022, but right now there's no indication that that's going to happen. I am looking forward to, you know, the U.S. soccer team. By the uh, way, yes. big, big game against Mexico this Friday. Can't wait. But they're going to play Canada in Canada, their World Cup qualifier, and it's either going to be in Vancouver or Toronto. But if it's in Toronto, that's a game that I would absolutely go to. But will I go to it if I'm paying now $125 more just for a test to cross the border? Then it becomes a question. You know, it depends on... I don't know, you know who's uh, in the lineup. You know where are we? Uh, you know in the in the table there, and, and I think these games this weekend that you brought up, Friday night Edmonton is playing in Buffalo, and so Connor McDavid is playing in Buffalo. Right, he doesn't get on the East Coast and in this area a whole lot. That's usually a big draw from Canada, and then of course the Leafs on Saturday. So two straight days where you have Canadian teams that are big tickets up in Canada, north of the border playing here in Buffalo, will people cross to go and see that and pay the extra expense for the test needed to get back into Canada? I think there are people that will. I still think it's going to be far from what we're used to seeing. Oh, sure. But, I, you know, will people have the decision to make? I think it maybe makes it easier. Hey, you can say Friday. Hey, we'll go up Friday during the day and we'll stay until Sunday, we'll leave Sunday. We'll stay up and watch both games. You yes, know? exactly. That may maybe make it worth the trip or something like that. But these day trips, the quick back and forth, I don't think you're seeing that right now. And I guess the question to everybody is, what would it be for you to go to Canada or to come to the U.S. if you're listening in Canada and to go through that trouble and pay the extra expense of the test and the vaccination and everything like that? Where is your cutoff point? You know, for so long, it was just, you know, I'll go up to Canada for an hour, yeah, right? right? I mean, you know, I'll cross the border at Niagara Falls. I'll do something like that. That's certainly not the case. But where is that tipping point where you'd say, yes, 803 to weigh in? If I were a Maple Leafs fan and I wanted to come down to see the Maple Leafs and that game was next weekend, Brian, I think that'd be such an easier decision um, because you have – the Leafs, you would have the game on Saturday and the Bills at home on Sunday. I realize the Connor McDavid thing with him being here Friday, you get to see two games. I think you would see more people coming over the border if they could package that Leafs game with the Bills game. I think you'll see, um, you know, this month we'll get a really good tent because it's not only this weekend with those two games, but you have Calgary here next week, uh, Montreal and a couple of Fridays, oh, yeah. and then. Seattle's here for the first time ever playing on the East Coast. Again, not going to happen a lot. So you have a lot of these, I think, the real tests for the border and for, right, uh, you know, what's what's happening. Um, will people come on over? I, I think so, but I, I really don't think a ton. And, of course, there's always options, right? Like, you can get a free COVID test to go and cross the border to Canada. It's possible. Is it available? I mean, they're so backed up, the ones that the county, you might not be able to because it has to be within 72 hours. You might not be able to get that test in time. You're kind of uh, gambling, right? I mean, you're not going to make plans on one side of the border if you're not sure. Um, Maybe you get that free test and then you cross over the border and then it's like, all right, let's see what we can do. 
Uh, and I'm not sure if they have that free option on the Canadian side. Sounds like most of their tests, again, are $100 or more to cross the border, get back home. Which is surprising to me, Brian, because of the universal health care up in Canada. I did think testing would be available to our Canadian friends. So that is surprising um, that the price is very similar to what you are paying here in the States. We want to know from you, what will it take to, to go into Canada? And for our Canadian friends, what will it take? What is worth it that you would go through the hassle and through the cost of getting a test to come here, see something, uh, maybe it's property you own, maybe it's family you haven't seen much of in the last two years. What is it that will get you back here to America over the border? And it's funny, the flip-flop, right? You know, somebody's saying, uh, oh, we punish our Canadian friends. See, it's the tables turn once again. You know, for so long we were talking about Canada keeping these restrictions in place, and that's why nothing was changing. And then Canada opens up the border, and we do nothing for months yes, yes. and months. And now we're finally reopening the border, and now it looks like it's Canada who's being too harsh because they're the ones implementing the test, and it's back and forth, and they haven't been on the same page the entire time. I think uh, right about now, in a couple minutes, uh, there's expected to be a push to get rid of that testing requirement. We'll see what Canada <laughs> does if this move you know prompts them to change anything and you said you know, like you said they might revisit this after next year um, after the turn of the year but if you work in retail if you are an owner of a of a mall of the outlet mall or of the galleria mall uh, you want to see that turns before the holiday season because you do want that canadian money uh shopping at the malls and like you said brian probably doesn't make a lot of sense to pay for those tests to come over here and shop so of course they like to see holiday time yeah, yeah they you, love you to see that it. lifted uh, now as opposed to January because that shopping season is kind of out the door. Well, what will it take? I mean, are you itching to go one way or the other over the border or with the money and the cost and everything involved? Are you just saying forget it? Beamaz and Beamer here on W. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. B.E.M. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm back here, Beamaz and Beamer, on a Monday morning looking nice outside on uh, WBEN. 
You, you do daylight savings time all right? Does it treat you well? Yeah, they actually, it, it treated me great. You know, you look at Saturday, that drive back from another miserable game uh, over the weekend, and uh, having that extra hour on uh, on Saturday slash Sunday before coming to work uh, to do Hardline, it was great. So as I was up early yesterday, like it, the, the Sunday effect doesn't get me anymore, but now today I feel great. It was, you know, bed oh. early, and then it feels like I get an extra hour of sleep on the Monday morning. So like here is, this is my spot right here. I should be full of energy today. I feel normal. I feel well, like it's better than worse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's better than worse. Uh, let's go to John in Buffalo. We're talking about the travel between the U.S. and Canada. Finally, the U.S. is opening its border. And, y- you know, are, are you going to be able to make the trip? Do you want to make the trip if you have to take that test to go into Canada, even if you're Canadian? Uh, John, you're on WBEN. What's on your mind? What, what would it take for you to make that trip? I ain't going to Canada, and I'm never taking another test again. All right. Why, why, why is that? Is that the price, the cost, uh, inconvenience? Why do you say that? Well, I was scheduled for my first colonoscopy. I'm 60 years old. And the doctor says, go get it, go get it. And I says, well, I ain't, ain't going to get that test. They're not sticking that thing up my nose. And so, you wait, 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 wait. You don't want the thing up your nose, but you'll go and get the uh, – continue. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, you know, I mean, I just didn't want the test. I, 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 I don't. I did believe it's just a, a, a cold. I had, I had COVID. Me and my wife both had it at the same time. So you don't want to still have a, a positive test like some people are getting months after having COVID. Regardless if I had a positive test or not, I, I go, I go get the test because the doctors tell me to get my colonoscopy. I get the test on a Friday. My colonoscopy scheduled for a Tuesday, and. I go through all the procedure. First of all, I get to the building. The building was on fire, so I'm thinking, good, I ain't got to go for this test. I, I, I didn't want to ha- even have it done. But anyways, they they fix the problem. We're in the office. I sign in. I'm sitting down. I'm thinking, man, I really don't want to do this. And I already had the COVID test. So she called me up to the, the counter and says, excuse me, did you have your COVID test? I'm going, you're kidding me. She goes, yeah, I had it on Friday. Well, we never got the results. I said, okay, I guess I'm leaving. She goes, oh, no, no, sit down. We'll take. We'll be with you in a minute. I'm going, wait a minute. You don't know if I tested positive. Oh, no, don't worry about it. We'll, 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 we'll take care of you. <laughs> so I'm thinking, why, why are they doing this? Well, that's... So I go through the procedure. A couple of days later, I get the bill. No wonder why, because they're making 3500 out of me. Well, yeah, you can definitely look at that bill. So you just—it's a—it's a big inconvenience factor, is what you're saying, basically. At the end of the day, it's a scam. That's all is a money maker. And then he charged me 180 dollars for the COVID test that they didn't even know the results from, and they didn't have the results. Yeah, that that would that would leave me with a with a bad taste in my mouth for sure. Yeah, I think so. Hey, John, thanks so much. Uh, so you know, maybe it's the inconvenience factor itself. And I know a lot of for me, it's not so much the inconvenience uh, thing. I. I think there are ways to, and, you know, I've had the test done before, the drive-through thing, and it's relatively simple, I think, uh, to get the test. So uh, it's less that as it is the cost part that he mentioned at the end there, $180, he said, and that's not, like, extraordinarily expensive when you're talking about these tests. That's kind of like the medium price, which a lot of people are paying, which is absolutely insane that 20 months into this, we're still talking about tests, which should be routine. Right. 
costing nearly $200. And then those tests being required to do something as simple as cross, you know, an imaginary border. I mean, just imagine you you go over for a day trip. You're already down $180. Let me tell you, Brian, as someone who likes to, you know, go to the casino, uh, if you walk in already down $180, it's not a good trip to the casino. Let me yeah. tell you, it takes a lot yeah. to turn that around. So you go to a day trip. Hey, we're taking the family over to uh, to the falls. I mean, all right, you're starting the day down $500. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it just to, to me and. I, I also, and I know I'm not a doctor, but I also look at, hey, you need a vaccination to get over the border. Mm -hmm. Either way, why do we also need the test? If you want to test, hey, if they were saying if you're unvaccinated and there's a test out option, you wouldn't hear me complain. But if I need my vaccination status to get over the border in a test on top of it, uh, to me, it's a little redundant. I do realize that yeah. we, we see breakthrough case after breakthrough case, but you're asking for the vaccination. Uh, I think that should be a, a pass to, for the test. But I think me. you would still hear me complain, but it would make more sense than the policy that's in there right now, for yes. sure, if it was uh, either or. And, uh, yeah, it's not, you know, somebody's chiming in on our Volkswagen Vortex Park Tech Support, 803-0930, if you want to weigh in by giving us a call. What would it take? Uh, you know, what is the event that would cause uh, you to jump through these hoops to pay the money to cross the border one way or the other. Or you can let us know on our Volkswagen Vortex Park text board. Uh, someone saying, you know, oh, it would be worth it to finally get some maple leaf fudge at Niagara on the lake. You know, I think they're kidding. But that's the kind of traffic that you're missing, right? I, yeah. I mean, that was the ease of going over the border where you could do it for things like that. You can make a short shopping trip. You can go to Swiss Chalet. You can, oh, yeah. you know, one way or the other, you can kind of do these things, and it, it wouldn't be that much out of the way. You know, maybe a little bit of a delay at one of the bridges and the checkpoint, but aside from that, you're kind of on your way and you're moving about relatively freely, where now it's the extra okay. Well, you're not going out just for a dinner or something like that, when the price is going to be an extra at least $100 per person. More than the dinner. Yeah, it's more than the dinner. It's more than the game ticket right. in a lot of cases. It's more than a lot of different you know uh, things just to navigate what it is. So while this is an opening of the border and a lot of people are celebrating, and yes, it's super good for um, a lot of Canadians who make their homes in Florida. Now they're finally able to get back and spend their uh, summertime where they have their summer homes or, you know, wherever it is in the U.S. It's great for, you know, land or property owners on either side or people with family who they haven't seen in forever. But to, you know, treat this as getting back to normal, I don't think we're there yet. I mean, it's tough even for... If you're a Canadian Bills fan, I think you really want to go to the game, but are you going to go to more than one? Are you going right. to pick and choose? Even if you have season tickets, are you spending that $100 extra every single week uh, that you come back over? To do that, it's a lot to ask. By the way, uh, Congressman Brian Higgins must have the show on while he's giving this press conference because he also called the test to reenter redundant. So you're welcome, Congressman. He's been saying that, you know, to his credit. He's been, you know, rallying for the border to be reopened for months and months and months. And even after the uh, when Canada opened their border, he said, all right, good that we're making progress. But this test is going to hamper things. It's redundant to the requirement to be vaccinated, um, which, you know, is going to receive pushback as it is. But you have it as a way to speed things up 
but you're not using it as a way to speed things up no. because you're putting double barriers yep. in uh, between people in coming and going. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch these two Canadian teams down here in Buffalo this weekend and to see if the crowd is any bigger, to see if we do get those Canadians, to see if there is the line at the Peace Bridge at, you know, 4 and 5 o'clock on a Friday night. I will say this. The crowds will be bigger. There will be people there. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I don't think we're going to see anything like we did pre-pandemic. Yeah, I don't think it's anywhere near either. To be fair. We haven't seen anything near pre-pandemic for any game this season. It's, no, <laughs> so. that's, that's true. But, you know, I am hoping for a little bit more. I'm hoping that this changes. And, you know, depending on, um, you know, we listen to Jamie Fiegel. She's in touch with all of her government sources. And she says nothing's on the horizon. There are a couple reports that say maybe it's revisited at the, you know, start of the year. But, I mean, I guess you could say that, right? We've been saying that on a month-to-month basis over yep. the past uh, year and a half plus, right? Uh, it's, it'll be revisited next month, you know. All right, you can. We know the answer right now. You can just tell me and break my heart, right? Uh, without having me waiting at the edge of my seat. Yeah, like you said, what we've been doing for over almost two years now, uh, with you know an update every month. And, and these are the people who this really hurts. Uh, somebody chiming in on the Volkswagen Vorch Park text board eight zero three zero nine thirty. My in laws live in Canada. Father in law is American and works in the states. Mother in law is Canadian. Has to test. To go home, awful to spend so much money for her to see her grandkids. And those are the kind of, right, we talk about long-term trips or if you have to travel and you'd be faced with a test, you know, regardless because of some of the other rules, then it kind of makes sense. Short-term trips, you don't expect a lot of people to see it. But you do have this family connection right on either side of the border where you want to see each other. You've been barred from seeing each other for so long. And now, okay, you're given the green light, but every time you do it, and these aren't going to be two-week-long visits, right? Uh, aunts and uncles and, you know, grandkids and uh, $100 every time to see? I mean, that is a punitive right. on people who are just trying to see their family uh, for the first time in forever. And, you know, I, I know that some people want to celebrate and for some people they're happy to pay it. But for so many, it is just it makes it a non-starter that you're going to have to go through this. And there's no celebration for any of them. No, like you said, I mean, it, it, it's yeah, great. You get to, it's a little easier to see family now. Um, but, you know, that cost is uh, finally going to to add up. So hopefully they can move something. Hopefully uh, this this push that we're seeing right now from Congressman Higgins gets the ball rolling, and it is something before the holidays because I think that would be great if we had you know, free moving back and forth between the two countries, um, not only for shopping, but as Brian mentioned, for families to be together for the holiday season. I think that would be a great thing. So I'm hoping it's not January we see that test option uh, gone. It's before the holiday. Let's head over to Deborah in Holland. You're on WBEN. How's it going, Deborah? Uh, good. I just had some information about free testing for Canadians. Um, in Ellicottville, Hollymont uh, Ski Resort, where half the members are Canadian, uh, is, is giving free to Canadians, members and non-members, and um, in hopes of getting the Canadians back to Ellicottville, and the state of, this isn't New York, but uh, we should follow this, really, um, the state of Vermont has, uh, is setting up 
pre-COVID testing uh, clinics for Canadians coming over. Um, and just to show, and, and it is possible right now for Canadians to get uh, pre-tests here in, here in Buffalo, but of course it's a hassle. Um, I've done, I've gone over about a half dozen times and um, it was, it was easy, you know, the test was easy, the making the appointment was easy, but I didn't have the pressure of the time because, you know, I wasn't going to catch a plane, I didn't have to worry, and, and in my case, I got my results back within an hour, two hours at the most, um, so there is that option. But just to show you how crazy the Canadian whole policy is, their government is actually advocating that Canadians who are coming over for a short visit get the test in Canada and then come over here and tailgate at the bills and go to 10 bars or whatever else a person's going to do and go back on the test that they took in Canada, which proves that they're not they don't care about the science that you know it doesn't show anything it doesn't show whether you got infected in the united mm-hmm. states deborah you bring up a great point there and we thank you for the call that i mean really if the idea of the test to get back into canada is oh we don't want you're visiting dirty america you know oh we don't want you to bring covid back from america it's a 72 hour window like you said you go to a bills game you get your test at home and you come back on the same test that you came into the U.S. with. So in that sense, you're exactly right that it it's just nonsensical to have this, especially when on top of this you are already requiring that vaccination for going. It's right. not like it's a wide-open border. It's a vaccine-only border right now. And you also bring up a good point. You know, we referenced Kathy Hochul was tweeting about, oh, welcome back to Canadians. I mean, you really want to open up? Listen, you as governor can't do anything about the policy of the Canadian government to require this test. You can talk, you can ask, you can advocate for, sure. And will that make a difference? I don't know. But what you can do is something like what Deborah said there and say, hey, you know, we really do want Canadians to come back. We are making a, an effort to double our tests in our border communities. And we'll set up state-run testing sites that will be free. And you can get a quick turnaround of these PCR tests so you can come in here, not have to worry about it, be able to go back, get that free test, satisfy your government's requirements, and still feel free to come over for that shopping trip, for a game, for just a night uh, getaway in Buffalo or, you know, down in ski country or something like that. I mean, that would be a meaningful way to spend all of these federal dollars to fight COVID or to rejuvenate business to get back to normal. There is a meaningful way. Hey, we are going to give you a way to satisfy requirements that seem overly burdensome because we can and we want. I mean, really, what would that signal? That would signal we want to return back to normal, yes. where right now it's just words, oh, welcome back. Do something to show me that you want them back, yeah. because they're not going to just come back the way that they have before. Maybe we can give them a reason to. Here's a, here's a test. 
Here's a free test. Thing. You, you need a test? We'll give you a test. Yep. And we'll make sure you can get it. No questions asked. Now, come back. I mean, that is a way around it. That would not only it goes back to something I've been saying, Brian. Wouldn't only say we want the we want our Canadian friends back here in New York State. It would also be assigned to business owners. Hey, we're going to help you out. We're going to offer these free tests. The state will, you know, the state will offer these tests, and we can get these people that, you know. Before two years ago, you were used to being here for the holiday season, spending money at your business for the holiday season. We're going to make sure they're back here this holiday season. That would be a huge step. I'm going to take a guess on the air right now. It probably doesn't happen, but I'd love to see it happen. Anyway, I mean, you, you can get fired up, but there, I mean, you know, thanks to Deborah, and it's good to see uh, she mentioned Hallymont is doing that. And, you yeah. know, it makes sense for that business. Um, but, you know, you're not going to be, every business isn't going to be able to see that return on investment no. of setting up their own testing, you know, <laughs> no. and paying for it uh, based on, you know, you buying a $10 box of chocolate or right. something like that. Yeah. Um, it's just your, not going to work the same. We paid your $180 test. Yeah. The <laughs> duty free, will they be able to do that? You right. know, uh, you stop over there and uh, be able to get the test uh, well, for a discounted rate. the last rate. two years. Like, it's been rough. Right? I mean, it's for everybody. I, I haven't even thought of that. The duty-free shop. It's yeah. still there. Uh, essential travel has been keeping it going, wow. uh, luckily, for the past while. But, you know, this is, right, this is, and somebody uh, on our Volkswagen Vorch Park test board, so non-citizens should get free tests, but not our, no, you, you give it to everybody. Yep. Which you should have been doing for the past year plus. <laughs> yes, yes. You should have been doing it for all along, but now... You know, I don't want to hear, and Deborah kind of sparked this in me. I don't want to hear a "Welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Come back and spend money over here." When you know it's not feasible to anyone who makes a working person's salary to spend an extra hundred dollars just to go on a short trip. That's no. not going to happen. No, we, we are you, and you know somebody. All right, no such thing as a free test. We paid for it in our tax money already. Okay, you're right. So we paid for it. Let's get it. Right. I here, here's the thing. You're right. There's no such thing in it. it. It's our taxes. But if that money is if that money is being spent on tests, so people are now spending their money here in New York State, we will see that money. If they don't have that option, like Brian said, 80% of them are not coming into New York State. If you want people to spend their money here, you, you will get your money back if people are able to get into the state. Right now, that money's not being spent here, hasn't been for two years, and ask business owners in western New York how that's felt. What's the solution? You know, pocket the money? I mean, you think but, you're getting that back? Yeah, of course <laughs> you're not. You're not. This is something that actually helps most people in western New York, and I would be all for New York State actually spending their money to help New Yorkers. That would be a first. Set it up. Porter Avenue. I mean, hey, we have... Businesses are smart. The business that does uh, testing (laughs) will give you a test if you pay us. And more power to them. They're capitalizing where, I mean, we are just failing. And it's not the state. It's the entire country where this has been an issue the entire course of the pandemic. But, I mean, now more than ever, if there's urgency, if you're trying to tell people, hey, come on, you know, come on over, you know, feel we're glad to have you. Show it. Show it. You know, uh, give us a make it easier on us. You know, you can still have your safety if that's what it's really about. Make it easier on us. And if it's not about safety, I mean, as the 72-hour example uh, went to show, then, you know, I I don't know. I'm not too eager. Maybe that'll change January. I think it's January 31st. I'm looking across the border. Hopefully, I, you know, if... Depending on how much it costs, like I don't have, 
I don't have an extra hundred dollars no. to you know do something. I I do everything as cheaply as possible. Right. A hundred dollar test is not in that cheap trip. No, that hmm. it immediately eliminates you know just about any reason to go to Canada for me. Exactly. I mean, I was going to say maybe the Sabers Leafs uh, outdoor game March thirteenth. I'm not paying the extra hundred dollars for a test. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. No, that's that is actually a perfect one. There's so many people would love to go over and go see the, another outdoor Sabers game. It's driving distance. Yep. I, what less than an hour? An hour ish yep. to get there. I, that's a perfect road trip. You're going to add a hundred dollars to the price to get in. I'll watch it on TV. Yeah, I think so. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> always checking. Uh, back tomorrow, Beamers and Beamer on WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.